0: Hello? Oh, my God. Yes! I can hear you.
1: Yes! Oh, my my gosh, gosh, We figured it out!
0: Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm so excited. That took forever.
1: (laughs) Don't even worry, everyone. We've been sitting here for 30 minutes. Don't even worry about it.
0: Oh, my gosh. I know. We've literally been taking so long trying to figure it out. So if you're really confused right now, me and Gabby are not in the same room on the app that we use, Anchor. Shout out Anchor! You can like record the same conversation at once to be in the same recording, which is really handy, really nice, so that we don't really have to handy. try and like figure out our schedules to be together twenty four seven all the time. <laughs> Even but though we wish are
1: being could be. absolute idiots and uh-huh. we were logging in as the same person and then we were like why is it not working right
0: and then I was like wait a minute let me log out and try again <laughs> and then it was like oh
1: that worked <laughs> I was stupid okay well stupid. we're here whoop, whoop, episode
0: four episode hey, four hey. let's get chatty yes that's what I think okay. we could call this one let's get chatty Let's get chatty, which I think is kind of time fun. to get chatty. Time to get chatty. <laughs> so um. we figured that every
1: like once a month or like every fourth episode, we would just do a chill like chatty episode.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, pretty much just us talking about the same thing,
0: only being too lazy to actually research. So. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Except today I did do a little research because last week we posted a thing on our Instagram saying like, give us some questions. And then someone gave me a question or gave us a question. And I was like, oh, my gosh, (gasps) I love the answer to this question. And I love this question. And I love the story they gave. So I did like three pages of notes. Amazing. So, you know, it's fine. It's gonna be really fun. I'm really excited, actually, about fantastic. Yeah. So how has your week been, Gabby? Oh, you know, It's been fine, yeah.
1: Actually, it's been really good. It's been really good. Um, I went to Pullman this weekend, so I go to WSU and go Cougs. Locate go freaking Cougs. (laughs) Located in Eastern Washington. If you don't know, if you didn't know that, where have you been? Are you living under a rock? Anyway, or
0: are you living in a different state?
1: Or are you living in
0: Australia? We see you. We have one
1: Australian listener. Shout out! Shout out to that
0: one australian listener um if that's you
1: please please hit us up because i want to know who you are unless you're like a creepy old man then
0: please go away yeah (laughs) if you're a creepy old man we like kind of don't want to kind of don't want you listening to this but like also like god's grace reaches everyone okay okay so
1: um anyways i went to poland this weekend to move into my new apartment and let me tell you i just told carson this story it's <laughs> literally disgusting
0: but it's really so trendy. gross you might need to tone it down a bit for our listeners
1: <laughs> i completely disagree this is the stuff people want to hear carson this is oh, the this real is,
0: life this is the true hard-hitting theological content, content this is what that people, people need. subscribe for <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! okay pretty much um over one of the nights i was there um in the middle of the night my dog louie pooped three different times on my floor um he's just a puppy he's a puppy and also it was a new place so he like doesn't know what's happening like he was overwhelmed anyway so i wake up and i put all three piles in the toilet and then it clogs my toilet and then my toilet is like overflowing throughout <laughs> my entire bathroom and my bathroom is like I have an ensuite in my room, my apartment, so my bathroom's like connected to my room. And it's like getting on the carpet in my room, like literally this like dog poop water. And then we hadn't unpacked all the way, so I didn't know where the plunger was. So I go running downstairs and I'm like digging for the plunger. Anyways, long story short, it was absolutely disgusting. (laughs) And that's how my week has been. So
0: oh my gosh. That's exciting. Super. Oh my gosh! How was your weekend, Carson? Chronicles. I haven't. It's seen been you. really good. I know I haven't seen you since we recorded our last episode. I know. Which, if you haven't listened to it, go listen. It's good, I promise. It's really good. I really like it. It's about uh, figuring out what Christ calls us to be, yeah, and how we can live into that. Which I really appreciated doing that kind of an episode, and I think we had a lot of fun with it. We did. Anyways, so since I've seen you last, let's think. I. <laughs> I have been hanging out with my boyfriend, Tate. What's, um, what's new? What's new? It's basically all that I do. And <laughs> there's nothing that needs to change within that because it's literally the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then I am. Um, I watch my now today is her seven month, like, birthday. Ooh. I don't know. But today she's seven months old. My Happy niece, birthday, Georgia, um, she's literally the light of my life. I love watching her so i've been watching her i don't know for the past like month-ish month and a half about three days a week and it's just like been the best like she's such a sweet just like kind funny little seven month old baby girl and i love her so much and she just makes me remember like all of the good things about life and just like i don't know like i feel like we've gotten used to each other to the point where like we can like i don't know just like have good days for the majority of the days can you tell her everything person does she
1: like give you life advice
0: okay i was literally just talking to tate (laughs) about this earlier i was like i have conversations with georgia (laughs) and she like responds like not like audibly but like um she'll (laughs) see it in her eyes like sometimes she'll say like um like she'll coo or she'll screech or she'll (laughs) giggle like, at me. Yes, Harry Styles could never be on Georgia's bubble. <laughs> um, but like, sometimes she'll, like, make facial expressions at me of, like, really? Or, like, no way. And it's so funny because, like, it'll be in context of what I'm saying. It's the best. It's the oh best. Oh my god, love that. Um, But yeah, so that's basically been my life. Just, like, my boyfriend and my niece. And I really wouldn't have it any other way. Amazing. Oh, and exciting news! One of my good friends, um, got married this past week my two friends that I met through my boyfriend Peyton and Pete got married this last week oh my god
1: their wedding was this last week that's so yes
0: oh my gosh all the pictures were absolutely gorgeous um she looked absolutely stunning they looked so happy wait you have to send me pictures because I want to see I definitely will she posted a bunch on her Instagram if you want to go follow her I'm not gonna put her Instagram on here but like if you want to go follow her Gabby like go do it but yeah she it's literally
1: our, our podcast the other day and I got really like um I felt like I was famous.
0: I know. She texted me. She was like I'm so excited to listen and I was like you literally just got married. What are you doing wasting your time listening to my podcast oh when you god, could just be like rate us like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But no yeah, they got married recently and I was just like joking with her about it but she was telling me all about their day cuz you know they just had like You know, technically, they're a COVID wedding. So they just had their close, close families there and like two or three friends. And Mm -hmm. she was telling me all about how absolutely wonderful of a day it was. And I was just so happy for her because she's such a sweet person. And seeing her marry the love of her life just got me really (laughs) excited. And I was just (laughs) like, oh, so that's a really good thing that happened recently. I mean, I wasn't there, but I mean, like, it still is like an occurrence that matters a lot to me. So, yeah. Yeah, super exciting. Yeah. Love that. Well, I love
1: that. Oh, <sighs> just currently that. we're filming this episode at the beginning of the week, um, because yeah. I'm getting my wisdom teeth out tomorrow. Super, super excited about that one.
0: AKA she won't be able to like talk correctly until probably Friday night, <laughs> and I'm going out of town Friday night until Monday <gasps> Me morning. Me too. So. Oh my gosh, twins! Wait, where, where are you, are you going? going? <laughs> Wait, no, where- where are <laughs> you going? no, where are where you, you going?
1: No, where are you going? No, okay. where are you? Oh my God, where are you going? Got it. Okay, so I'm going to Coeur d'Alene.
0: Oh, fun. For the weekend. Wow, so you went to Eastern Washington and I are going to Idaho. You hop back and forth, flip-flop. Exactly. And then the next weekend, I'm going to Leavenworth.
1: So um, apparently, I can't get enough of Eastern Washington.
0: Apparently not. And then
1: the next weekend after that, I'm moving back to Eastern Washington. So, you know.
0: (laughs) Why you have to stay so far away from me? I'm sorry. But I'm glad that we figured out how to record like this. Because we're going to be doing a lot of this once you move back. Just letting
1: you know, Carson, also, I just moved into a three-bedroom townhouse with two people so if you don't come visit me I'll actually
0: be genuinely offended oh my gosh so no room. I'm gonna have to come visit you and then we're gonna make like a whole special like podcast recording about it yeah a Pullman a podcast pod- a Pullman podcast special amazing oh my gosh it's perfect I, I can't wait okay where are you going this weekend um, this weekend, I'm going with Tate and his parents, so he's an only child, so it's really nice oh, going to when Rochelle? I get to come. Um, sort of, we're just going over to Bainbridge oh. for, like, a staycation, so we got an Airbnb over there, and we're all gonna be hanging out, cooking food Wait. together, <laughs> making on a couple <laughs> that's hikes. so cute! I know, I'm so excited <laughs> for it, oh my gosh. Oh my god, I'm actually crying, that's the cutest uh, thing I've ever heard in my life. Right? Plus, like, I just love being around, like, his parents, too, so it, like, works perfectly.
1: Amazing! Like, everyone's
0: happy. And and we're bringing their dog, Harper. She's a golden doodle. Like, just over a year old. Super fun. Super sweet. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be the perfect weekend. So. Amazing. I'm excited. Tate's her boyfriend, in case anyone didn't know that. Tate is the love of my life. So, (laughs) you know, there's that. (laughs) He's also, like, the goat, you could say. Oh, my gosh. He's totally the goat. You're so right, Gabby. (laughs) (laughs) He's actually in the room with me while I record this. Hi, Tate. Kavi <laughs> says hi. <laughs> oh my god, Christoph just commented on our post. Oh my Shut gosh. I s- oh my gosh. Keep it up. I'm very proud of you both for starting Stop! it. I'm going to cry. Out Shout Miss out Kristoff. Shout out Kristoff. I'm emo. I'm emo. I'm going to go respond to him. So Anyways, um, this week is just like it's time to get chatty so yeah wait this week is so fun already this like, week is heck? super fun I'm it's enjoying. basically just you- as if someone was just sitting listening to our conversations <laughs> except what not i feel like we don't even talk this much when we're like together unless we're having a specific like recording at, like hangout or unless like it's like i don't know 11 something p.m actually
1: happened in our lives pretty much we'll just sit there and be on our phones and then be
0: like hey yeah look at the tiktok i just sent you yeah, literally. Or, That's like, it. sitting playing Pokemon on our DLCs. <laughs> that was fun. True. <laughs> oh my but, god. Yeah. No, yeah. But this is, I don't know, this is fun. I feel like I'm just, like, on a phone call with you and I haven't talked to you in, like, three months. What and we're I just mean? getting back. Oh, it's the best.
1: <laughs> Banana oh <my> phone. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Do you know that song? It's like no. ring, 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 banana phone. I've never heard that before. <laughs> ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding. banana phone. Okay, never Carson heard this phone.
0: before ever. Okay, well, apparently you didn't have a childhood. <laughs> no, apparently I did not have a childhood. My childhood was meant. Uh, meant. My childhood was spent making um random videos with uh my brother and my siblings and his best friend and then also making up random songs to jump through our like sprinklers with for with my uh little or with my i don't have a little sister with my big sister madison
1: okay hey, well i guess you should have been a
0: youtuber if you're making videos um colton was a youtuber
1: really he had, like
0: a whole youtube channel it's still up uh we found it like two years ago but like oh my god it, like, what about? It was just him and his friends, like, hanging out, like, making funny videos together. Like, all of his friends from, like, elementary and middle school. Wow. So funny. Nelk boys are shaking. I know. Exactly.
1: Literally shaking. <laughs>
0: like. They're not even here anymore. They're, like, <laughs> shook. So they're gone. <laughs> but they're really funny. I'll have to send you some. They're, like, really funny.
1: <laughs> no, I want to see. I want to see for sure. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um... Okay, should we talk about, like, what we were kind of going to talk about? Yes! (laughs) That was super descriptive. You're welcome.
0: I love it. Well, I know exactly what you mean, so we'll just jump right into it. So, last week, I think on, like, Thursday or Friday or something, we posted – Uh, On our Instagram, asking you guys uh, for questions or things that we should talk about in our podcast. And originally, I knew that we were just going to do a chatty episode where we weren't going to have a specific like, um, I don't know, topic topic or anything. Um, But the first question that we actually got was from one of Gabby's friends from college. And um, she sent a really heartfelt story about her coming to christ and everything and i remember i read it and i literally started tearing up i was like the fact that someone like just sends us this like such a vulnerable like an exciting moment in their life and they're like here like here's my story i was like oh my gosh this is so exciting Anyway, okay
1: literally sorry to interrupt you um (laughs) actually not sorry no i'm kidding um
0: (laughs) it needs to be stated
1: (laughs) no literally this made me so excited because me um and this girl have been friends for like a good amount of time well like we've known each other for like three years Mm -hmm. and we're in the same major and we just did a project like a big project together last semester and so we've been good friends like for a while and I had no idea that she was like a Jesus follower and because I just like assume everyone's not until they tell me otherwise because I don't want to like make it seem like I'm like forcing my beliefs on anyone else because like Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah um So I just assume everyone's not and just like, you know, whatever, until they unless they like mention something otherwise. So I had absolutely no idea. And me and this girl have been like good friends for a while. And then she DM'd that to us. And I literally was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited right now.
0: (laughs) It's so exciting to like hear that someone else is like, you know, following Christ because there's so much excitement in that.
1: So much excitement.
0: Oh, my gosh, it's the best.
1: Anyways, shout out to you. You know who you are. Yes, you know who you are.
0: (laughs) Oh, <laughs> uh, the best. So one of her questions was um, that she said that she reads her Bible, you know, fairly frequently and that she prays and tries to follow the pray constantly concept um, that Paul talks about in the Bible. And she said, like, I feel really confident where I am now. I'm just wondering how I can, you know, like uh, go deeper into my relationship with Christ and feel even closer to God. Um And so Mm -hmm. that got me really excited because I took an entire class on spiritual formation. I think I've mentioned it definitely, but I took an entire class on spiritual formation at school Mm -hmm. and all that it was, was about having like an intimate relationship with God. And it's like the most exciting thing to me when someone's like, how do I like, dig deeper into loving Christ and feeling loved by Christ. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Let's talk about all of it. Let's talk about every single aspect of it because there are so many different ways. And like modern day Christianity is, I don't think personally very good at helping people find their specific way as to how they can feel close to God. Cause they think it's either reading your Bible, praying or during a worship service and I really think that there are like millions of other ways yeah. that you can feel closer to God yes and yeah so no, I'm agree. just excited I think about this that is,
1: I think this is such a great topic to talk about because I feel like so often people are like okay like I want to accept Jesus in my life and I want to follow him but I don't know what that means or like I don't know how do you know what I mean? yeah or just yeah like, how do I get closer to God in general yeah um because I feel like a lot of, I feel like a lot of churches and just a lot of Bible studies in general, like, are geared towards people who have been in the faith for a long time, which isn't bad.
0: But, yeah. Um, but yeah. But you're missing out on such a giant group of people who are just coming into being in a relationship with God. Yeah. And they have no idea. Like, they start with reading their Bible and praying, which is a beautiful place to start. Mm-hmm. But then it's just at that surface level of that mm-hmm. being that. And they never really like dig their fingers into like the soil of what a relationship (laughs) with God is, which is like, I don't know. I feel like, okay, this is what I, so when I'm older and married, Uh I really want to have a garden. I want to have a big garden and I want like one day for me and my kids to be able to tend to this garden and like grow things and bring these things to other people Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it's kind of like the concept of like, you know, the fruit tree like a good tree bears good fruit and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um but i feel like for me at least reading your bible praying and just going and worshiping god and that being like my relationship basically the extent of my relationship with god is as if i'm walking into like a big thing of soil and just tossing a bunch of seeds and then watering it every once in a while and like (laughs) yes there will be growth Maybe some stuff will be great and beautiful and big, but it's not going to be an overfilling, overflowing garden where I can (laughs) share it with people and where I can help people and bring people towards seeing like how beautiful of a garden it can be. But I think like personally, if you do delve more into like contemplative prayer practices, into uh, spiritual disciplines and stuff, it's more of that like, okay, so I'm, You know, before I sow the seeds of the garden, I'm going to get in and I'm going to work the soil, make sure that it's, you know, good for seeds. And then I'm going to sow all of the seeds of, you know, reading my Bible. I'm going to read my Bible and I'm going to spread all of these seeds out. And I'm going to pray. So I'm going to water it and then I'm going to meditate and I'm going to make sure to cut off all of the dead branches that grow. And I'm going to make sure to get rid of the decay and I'm going to make sure to, you know, um study and celebrate and go into solitude and I'm going to be able to take care of this garden to more of a fuller extent of being able to attack every need that the garden has instead of just saying I'm going to throw seeds at it and water it and that's going to be it mm-hmm. instead I'm going to interact with this garden and I'm going to take care of it and I'm going to you know treat it as something that is beautiful and can indeed produce things that i want in my life and i want to be a major part of my life because you know when you have a big garden it's a big responsibility and so when you want a deep relationship with christ you have to pay a lot of attention to it so when i think of like my relationship with christ like i see like this garden and i'm tending to it and i'm building it and i'm growing it and god is like you know doing his part with being you know the life within the plants and he's being the sun and the water that's, you know, going into these plants and feeding them. And we're both cultivating this garden together of beauty and of, you know, good fruit and of things that we can share with others and things that I can give to others and show others that's beautiful and good. And so I think that like a lot of the times today, modern Christianity cuts short at the sowing seeds and then watering it and calling it good. Just watering it every once in a while, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and <laughs> I don't know if that analogy works for everybody, but to me, it just really, really, really rings true, and I really love it. Mostly I'm because I want to build a garden one day. But like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just poetic.
1: <laughs> I'm sitting here laughing because this is exactly why you need to, um, like, be a pastor. Mm-hmm. I keep telling Carson she needs to start her own church. That, um, but before there's... that, she needs to like you know go back to school.
0: Yeah. So um, please, everyone,
1: <laughs> everyone listening, DM Carson Rockwell and say, "Get your butt back in school because you're smart <laughs> and capable, and people need to hear what you have to say." You're sweet, Gib. Anyway, I love you. Um. Oh, okay, now laughing. I'm
0: emotional. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm also laughing because that was a fantastic analogy. But also, while you were talking, I was like, TBH, I have no idea what she's talking
0: about, but it sounds like really (laughs) theological and cool. (laughs) I'm like, I'm hoping that our listeners followed along. I mean, as long as, okay, as long as the person who asked this question in the beginning understands that analogy and where I'm coming from, like, I'm going to explain some of the things that I talked about. So meditation, solitude, you Mm -hmm. know, study, that stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm going to explain it in a little bit. But I just wanted to say that first. Yes. As like the way that I see my relationship with God. Yeah. You you painted the picture of the analogy. I I painted the picture. Now let me explain to you the aspects of this picture.
1: Amazing. Amazing. Love. Yes.
0: Beautiful. What are you waiting for? Talk. Oh, am I supposed to explain it now? (laughs) Wow. Okay whatever
1: (laughs) i don't have anything to add i'm waiting for you to say something comment
0: no i'm kidding oh okay sounds perfect (laughs) (laughs) okay so before i begin explanations Mm -hmm. into this i personally am someone that really finds a lot of um value in reading about um stuff in or ways in which i can become closer to god and ways in which that i can realize my place in god's big you know uh worldwide universal eternal plan yeah. um and so some of the books that i immediately thought of in response to this question i have five so there's oh, a lot wow. she is educated everyone She's, don't even worry about it have i fully finished any of these books, no, but have these books still spoken into my life in ways in which I want them to speak into others' lives? A hundred percent, and that's why I'm sharing them. So
1: amazing, love the honesty.
0: Yes, first the first book that I thought of was um, a hen- a book by Henry J M Newen or Nowen. Um he was a theologian in like the 70s, eighties, and nineties. I I don't know if he's still alive or around or if he's still writing, but this is one of my favorite books by him. Um it's called The Way of the Heart, Connecting Through With God Through Prayer, Wisdom, and Silence. Originally it was created mostly for um people who work in ministry, but I think that anyone can really get a lot of um a lot of goodness and wisdom out of this because we all fruit sometimes fruit some would say uh we all are ministers for christ we're all witnessing to christ and so it helps um it's a book uh to help with burnout and with stuff like that which i think is really cool the second is uh richard foster's celebration of discipline the path to spiritual growth so it explains all of these spiritual disciplines um and it talks about them as being uh Beautiful, beautiful things that we can use in order to get closer to God and in order to, um, like, position ourselves into a place where we can hear and know God, which I love. Yes. So both of those books are about spiritual disciplines. And then this is by far one of my favorite books I think I've ever read. It's by Jess Connolly. Um, it's called You're the Girl for the Job, Daring to Believe the God Who Calls You. And so this book just yes you told me to read this book and I haven't read it yet but I want I to love it I think I'm just gonna give you my copy after I'm finished with it um <laughs> just so I know that you're yes. getting it but
1: <laughs> can you read it to me every night over FaceTime oh my
0: gosh I thought you would never ask <laughs> <laughs> um but it's a super good book to help you kind of figure out where your passions are and like mm-hmm. Uh, in the beginning chapters, she talks about the concept of, like, what breaks your heart and that's where you're supposed to, like, that's where your calling kind of is or that your passion might be. Mm. Um, and so that's been one way, like, she talks a lot about asking God to, like, show what breaks his heart and, like, make it break your heart too. And so that's mm-hmm. one way that we can get close to God is by, like, asking him to, like, position ourselves, you know, yeah, uh, with him and next to him. Another yeah. one is called The Sacred Enneagram. So if you have heard anything about The Enneagram, I know, Gabby, you have. We talked about this yeah. somewhat. Yeah. Um, but The Sacred Enneagram was written uh, by Christopher L. Huertz? Huertz? I don't know how to say his last name. But if you've <laughs> ever listened to anything by Sleeping at Last, he's a singer-songwriter. This is one of his best friends who wrote this book. Um, He's a Christian, and the this book is written to show how your Enneagram type can be a path towards who God wants you to be. So your Enneagram type is basically a personality type um, based on like your childhood and based on your personality now and based on choices that you've made. Um, And so it kind of takes you as where you are and then it brings you and helps you helps to reveal the path God's leading you on, which I love. What is your Enneagram
1: Um, again, Carson? I'm I'm a
0: type nine. So I'm a peacemaker. And then what are you? I'm a seven so seven so (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to remember what the seven type is it's the loud annoying people (laughs) I love you know what sevens are the most fun so yeah Mm -hmm. that's what I like also seven is the perfect number not to like do my own (laughs) own. (laughs) fun fact nine is my favorite number nine and nineteen are my two favorite numbers
1: Oh my God, eight is my favorite number. Oh my gosh, that doesn't relate to anything, but no. Still. But
0: I'm a nine wing eight. Oh my God, a that's seven perfect. wing six. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow we're really? We're filling up the whole spectrum here. Filling up the whole spectrum. Um, and then the very last book is a collection. Carson, I read
1: this thing. Sorry, interrupting you again. No worries. I read this thing that Harry Styles was a type nine. He is.
0: Is that's like wow. Love it's, that. It's really there's some people where it's really obvious. Mm-hmm. And in Harry Styles, it's really obvious that he's possibly a type nine. More likely than not a type nine, which I'm really happy for because Amazing. I love being a type nine. Anyways, um, <laughs> back to <laughs> what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> the fifth book is called Love Poems from God, Twelve Sacred Sources from the East and the West. Um, it's by it's a collection by Daniel Ladinsky. And um, Inside of it, there are uh, poets from multiple religions, but there are poets um, in here from Christian religions. Um, and so I just love like poetry personally. And I think that poetry can like bring about some of the biggest and most genuine honesty out of humans as possible. And so in looking at people talking about God in a loving almost romantic way has brought me super close to god and super just like excited about loving god and exciting about being loved by god so i definitely recommend this um
1: poetry do you remember writing poetry in high school
0: yeah i remember our 10th grade english teacher loved my poetry but hated my essays (laughs) and then our 11th grade english teacher hated my poetry but loved my essays it. so i was I never
1: writing poetry in ninth grade and i i love reading poetry i absolutely hate writing poetry because i'm <laughs> so bad at it it's hard it's so hard anyways in ninth grade i remember writing we had this poetry unit and i remember our teacher like made us write poems and then she would read them out loud to the class and i was just like so mortified but i literally remember my poem was about like ice cream like melting on the ground or something stupid
0: I love yeah, it. Anyways. Sorry, Mine was probably going. something really depressing and annoying. <laughs> like, people would leave class and be like, God, why did Carson have to speak today? Today I wore my black beanie. And my black jeans and my black converse and my yeah. black shirt and my dark flannel. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. But. oh. <laughs> anyways, I. I'm mostly going to be talking about the concepts of the spiritual disciplines that I read about. And I mostly read about um, solitude and meditation, which are like my two favorite spiritual disciplines. So like solitude, Mm -hmm. meditation and silence all kind of coincide with the concept of being quiet and being alone, which Mm -hmm. I think is a necessity when it comes to like, god and like being close to god Mm -hmm. and so when (laughs) talking about (laughs) are you okay (laughs) Sorry, are you
1: there i'm not laughing at you i'm not laughing at you i promise oh my god (sighs) sorry (laughs) did we fart did he poop on the ground i'm laying on my ground in my bedroom and he just walked over and he's laying on my like stomach and chest and then he burp, barfed right in my face. Like, ew! not like on my face. Like he barked in his mouth right over my face. And it literally <laughs> was disgusting. That's so nasty. Now he's trying to lay his head on my mouth so I can't talk. Get away from ew. me.
0: Sorry. Louie, bad boy. Don't even worry about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm going to try and go through this fairly quickly. If I am taking too much time, Gabby, feel free to just interrupt I'll me. Be and be like, like, shut, shut up. up. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're <laughs> annoying. No one cares. Anyways, um, I'll try to go through this within like 15 minutes. But mm-hmm. Gabby, if you have any questions or if you have any points where you just want to like jump in and say something, please do because oh, I can just worry. like <laughs> gab, 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 you know?
1: Don't worry. Um, I don't hold myself back when it comes to interrupting you and saying something stupid. So
0: you know what? That's okay that's okay okay um so the first thing that i kind of want to talk about is the concept that like we are a part like as soon as you accept christ into your life you are adopted into an eternal family and this family is huge huge <laughs> and huge it's huge anyway <laughs> anyways <laughs> anyways One thing that I personally love about the concept of, like, Christianity is that we've been around for 2,000 years, which means that there's been 2,000 years worth of thinkers and movers and shakers and thought. We've been here for a minute. We've been here for a minute. Okay. Um, But there have been thousands of people who have, like, made such beautiful discoveries in their own faith that works for so many other people and there have been such beautiful people that have come around and like brought these traditions forth to christianity and the contemporary modern day church like doesn't care like catholic churches (laughs) do such a better job of like church history and like basically like church ancestry Mm -hmm. but like when it comes to contemporary christianity We're terrible at it. It's basically, like, the history that's in the Bible and then us. And that's it. And we don't care about anything in between. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, no, like, there's beauty and worth and just, like, richness in what, you know, everything in between has been. Like, it's basically, like, all we care about is Jesus, the Reformation, us, and that's it. But it's, like, there's so much in between that's so amazing. we need to talk about and we need to look at and it's just I love so yeah I'm gonna begin and mostly stay on (laughs) (laughs) on the Desert Fathers who are just so cool and I love them and I wish that I'd learned about them in like high school or something. Who but are I they? learned about them. I don't know who they are. So the Desert Fathers and Mothers are um, basically monks uh-huh. and nuns that lived in the deserts of Egypt in monasteries there, in like cliffs and in caves and stuff like that. And they literally took so strongly to the concept of solitude, mm-hmm. and basically um they like wanted to be as close as they could to god and their way of becoming close to god was taking basically just like society and not being a part of that anymore so like anything Mm -hmm. in society that could bring them away from god they didn't want it because they fully and completely wanted to just be with god all the time and am i saying that this is like exactly what we need to do go live in the woods on our own and just commune with god no but like how did they like eat (laughs) (laughs) so in these deserts there were towns and stuff so they would live like outside of towns and they would like work within these towns and stuff not work in the towns but like they would be a part of like the community and so the community would help support them which i think is beautiful so yeah so uh but what did they like give back um you know as (laughs) far as this happened, i'm confused well this was like a really long 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 time ago so our like current present day kind of concept of someone living outside of society is very different from how it would have worked then um
1: can i just go off and live in the woods and like (laughs) chat with god and someone can like feed me and like make sure i'm healthy right pretty dope
0: (laughs) but i basically like the way that i think about how they probably would have lived like within my own way of thinking you know modern 21st -hmm. century is they probably lived like outside of communities that were a bit bigger Mm -hmm. and they probably had some sort of an export like agriculture or Mm -hmm. like livestock something like that Mm -hmm. um but basically as much as they could they lived outside of society so that they could just be around god Mm -hmm. and um in the book the way of the heart by henry nowen um he talks about how romans 12 2 was a really big reason as to why they did this and they found a workable way to do this um mm-hmm. so romans 12 2 is do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what god's will is his good pleasing, good, and, pleasing perfect and perfect will, will. we had to memorize yes. that oh my yes God. 11th grade we had to yeah. memorize that in bible class um But yeah, so they just like said like, okay, if we're going to have our minds renewed, we can't be a part of the pattern of this world, we need to be a part of the pattern of God. And so we need to take ourselves out of this society. And we need to move ourselves into a place where we can be just with God. Mm -hmm. Um, And so a lot of these people, a lot of these desert fathers and mothers, they just lived on the outskirts of towns. And basically, like, some of them lived in monasteries, some of them didn't. So um, some of them lived basically off off of the goodwill of other people, or maybe like off mm-hmm. of the goodwill of their families after they'd left, their families were still like, here's some money, here's some food, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but one person who did, who committed his life to solitude, Saint <laughs> Anthony, um, he was like a really rich um, son of like a really wealthy, like top tier family in his town And uh, one day while he was in church, he heard the uh, sermon about Jesus calling the rich man to sell all of his property and all of his, like, um, his possessions and give all the money to the poor and follow Christ. And St. Anthony was like, God's talking to me here. Like, this is too apparent for me specifically to, like, ignore. And so he obeyed God's call that he heard from God and devoted his life to God. He basically people who look at him and research him and study him um, have come to realize that he was transformed because of solitude, because he was able to just have communion with God as much as he could. He was able to just simply listen to God and be transformed by God consistently every single day as he devoted himself to just being with him. Um, and so <laughs> I <Sorry. like>, lost <laughs> my train of thought, but like, <laughs> I, I think this is thinking. beautiful. Like the way mm-hmm. that someone was just like, no, yeah, I'm going to follow God for forever. And if he calls me to solitude, then I'm just going to do it for as long as he calls me for. And then when he calls me out of it, I know that, you know, just simply by the nature of solitude, I will be a different person than I was before when I went into it. Mm-hmm. Um, And I just think that's really cool and really beautiful. Yeah. And I think that we can apply that to ourselves today, like not leaving our lives and just like going outside of town and living off of the goodwill of others. But like taking time every single day or as much as you can to just be alone with God and say like, okay, this is time for me and God specifically. I'm going to pray or I'm going to journal or I'm going to write in my Bible or read my Bible. I'm going to have a quiet time with God and I'm just going to allow his spirit to be in me and allow myself to be near to his spirit and allow his spirit to be near to me. Um, And so, you know, I feel like I really am starting to
1: relate to um, these, what are they called? Desert Desert fathers. Desert (laughs) fathers and
0: mothers. Because
1: I'm out here in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. living on a lake and completely just living off of my parents like literally unemployed so I feel like I can really see where they're coming from yeah I feel like I'm out in solitude out here
0: yeah and honestly like that was one of the no okay if you like go out on your (laughs) kayak it'll probably feel like it's like there's nobody there
1: oh totally I was out on the lake today for um like two hours Uh just in the quiet thinking to myself Uh and like okay whenever in my own present company and nowhere else like the times go so fast like I am so entertaining
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it oh my gosh I love it no
1: I'm kidding but it's actually nice to be quiet for a little bit it helps you like
0: remember what's important yeah exactly and that's what I was gonna Mm -hmm. like literally just about to say like yeah um in this book it there's a heavy emphasis on the concept of solitude forcing us to, like, take a break, slow down, because, like, we live such busy lives, even if you don't think you do. (laughs) 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 Well, like, even in quarantine, like, all we do, like, all day, they're like – People are like, especially me, I'm like, well, I'm just sitting on my phone all day and I have to go do this and I'm going to, you know, have lunch soon and I'm going to do this. Like we always have a mindset of like I'm busy or like I have to do things and feeling Mm -hmm. like we have to get the next task done. But like when we say like, okay, this is my time specifically for me and God, it helps you to slow down and redirect yourself back to what's most important and back to Christ and being like, okay. Mm I can't, I'm not letting myself think of anything else. God, take everything else away from me. Like say that, you know, saying, God, I want you just to be, you know, the only thing on my mind. I want this to be the most important thing to me right now, like helps redirect you so well back to Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like, I was thinking about this while I was reading it. Like the people that you're around the most, like their perception of you Starts becoming really important to you. The more that you're you're around them. Mm -hmm. So if you put yourself in a position. To be around Christ. And God. As much as you can in solitude. Then his perception of you. Will be the most important thing in your life.
1: Oh my god.
0: And it will redirect your life. And it will help you so much. To just be able to say like. Oh. Like this is my favorite time of day. Being able to just sit with God and like, even if neither you or God is like doing anything important of like speaking truth or like wisdom or whatever, even if all you're doing is just like sitting in a moment with God, like you will be transformed and changed because when you're in the presence of the creator of the universe, there's kind of something that's bound to happen. And it's going to be good. And, like, that's going to be excited right now. I'm like, okay, let's end this podcast so that I can, like, just go and sit in the corner and just think about how, like, loved I am. Oh, my God. Anyways,
1: um, no, it's true, though. Yeah. Like, just sitting, like, quietly and just, like, kind of saying what's up to God is, like, I don't know. Sometimes I'll be so stressed and just, like, in my own head. And then just having, like, a quiet moment to just mm-hmm. kind of, like be aware of your surroundings and, you know,
0: everything Yeah, so nice. Yeah. And, like, I love the concept of solitude because it has two kind of, like, things to it. It has the first one where we just talked about, like, the redirection towards Christ and the love and the peace and the, you know, realizing who you are in Christ. But along with that, it has the realizing all of the baggage and the stuff that you have that isn't what you want to, like... That isn't Mm going to follow you into eternity, Mm -hmm. you know? So like Mm -hmm. all of this stuff of what you care about, like when it comes to financials or when it comes to, you know, certain people liking you or not, like all of that stuff or like a sin or, you know, something big that you're freaked out about or a fear that you have, you know, something like that. When you sit in solitude and you say like, Lord, make me more like you, like Lord, reveal what you need me to see you know, Mm -hmm. you're bound to see the bad stuff of your life that you're going to have to come face to face with, And like Mm -hmm. solitude can bring upon, like bring repentance and forgiveness. And like that aspect of solitude to me is equally as beautiful because it's Mm -hmm. God revealing to us what he needs us to see. And sometimes it's the ugly part of ourselves. But as soon as we realize that that's not going to follow us into eternity, as soon as we realize that that's not the most important thing of that we need to be focusing on, then we can, you know, let it go, like, unclench our fists and be like, okay, just like, Lord, lead me exactly where you need to be. And Mm -hmm. when you have that quiet time with God, and when you're, it's just you and him, I think that is so beautiful. And I think it's so transformative. Mm -hmm. And I think doing that consistently and having it be as like, no, like, I have set apart this time specifically for God. And I am unmoving on when that time is and what i'm doing during that time then you are showing yourself that this is important to me you're taking your faith seriously you know you're watering that garden you're pruning you know the hedges all that stuff it's that time where you and god can just have an intimate moment of just like beauty and understanding and mm-hmm. stuff like that so i just think
1: It doesn't have to be, like, I feel like people, or at least I, like, when I hear that, I, like, put so much pressure on myself. And I'm, like, every single night before bed, I have to, like, you know, Mm -hmm. read a chapter, blah, blah, blah. But it can literally just be, like, sitting in silence and, like, That's what I, honestly, that's what I think,
0: like, solitude should be. Yeah. But I think solitude, like, this is why I like solitude and meditation together so much, is because Mm. meditation is, like, we often go straight towards thinking about meditation as being um, as being this, you know, Eastern tradition, Eastern Mm -hmm. religion, kind of a thing. And modern Christianity has really demonized the con like Mm -hmm. the connotations with any Eastern tradition. So, um, you know, meditation for a long time, I always thought like, that's weird. That's you just trying to find your innermost self. But meditation is actually a practice that is, you know, it was in Judaism before it was in Christianity, but now it's in Christianity. It's been in Christianity. Um, you know, David used to go off and meditate on the laws of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Jesus mm-hmm. used to go off in solitude and meditate on the words and uh, speech of the Lord. You mm-hmm. know, we are still called to meditation, even though it's been demonized by, you know, contemporary pastors and theologians mm-hmm. like, and, and, I remember the way that Christian meditation was taught to me is just, oh, I love it so much. Not only because it was like explained by a beautiful Australian professor of mine who was just this holistically just understanding yet vulnerable, and like everyone knew that there was like, she never acted perfect, but she mm-hmm. knew that there was something greater. So she didn't have to worry about the things she was, you know, worried about. Yeah. But, um, she explained meditation to me in our class um, as you are asking god to empty you so that his spirit can fill you so meditation in the christian aspect isn't about looking at your life and being like here's all the bad things about it here's the good things about it it's just simply saying like lord empty me i don't want to be myself i don't want to like be defined by what i am i don't want mm-hmm. to have this sinfulness anymore i don't want to have this anymore i just want you i want the mind of christ i want the heart of christ like fill me with your spirit your good wonderful loving gracious forgiving spirit so that i might become more like you
1: that's and like so freeing too cuz it like yeah highlights the important like truth that like we Like ourselves aren't perfect and we don't have to be perfect like god's not asking us to be perfect because we physically can't so like just you know understanding that and sitting in the fact that (laughs) jesus just is gonna do that for you exactly to anyone it's so freeing
0: it's so freeing because I feel like if you constantly are thinking like I have to be this perfect Christian, I have to read my Bible, I have to donate, I have to tithe, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like as soon as you put more emphasis on you being a perfect Christian than Christ being perfect, Mm -hmm. then you are losing out on a lot of the beauty and joy that Christ has for our Mm -hmm. lives now. You're not Mm -hmm. losing out on salvation, but you're losing out on your current joy that you could have.
1: being a perfect Christian isn't what christianity should be about it's not what Uh life is about yeah like it's about
0: jesus exactly you know what i mean and like when you put down that idol of perfection in your life then you can like ask god like just make me more like you like i just want to love you i want to be like you like lord you work in my life so that i might reflect you to others Mm -hmm. so like when you have these moments of solitude and meditation where you have these moments of like intentional encounters with the living God you will be changed in -hmm. different ways because if you are genuinely saying God move in my life he'll move
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and like I'm not saying he's going to give you a bunch of blessings I'm saying that he's going to show up Mm -hmm. because you showed up and because he showed up 2,000 years ago and you're acknowledging that he did can
1: you hear me snapping right now
0: (laughs) i'm like really pumped up about this like i love talking about (laughs) spiritual disciplines i love it
1: i can hear it in your voice
0: yes also like along with what i was saying earlier about solitude being like a place where god shows you like the parts in your life that aren't going to follow you into eternity like with that we need to kind of come with the posture of like understanding that we're going to encounter the perfect god That we serve and love and with that our imperfections are going to show and so in asking god to make us more like him we need to understand the concept of repentance and obeying god after repentance so like asking for forgiveness for the sins that we've made and saying like okay help me to not sin against you anymore Mm -hmm. because i do want to be like your son and also i think when you do you know slip up as every human will to still have grace for yourself because like god still has grace for you
1: well also understand like yes we try our hardest to be like jesus and whatever but like Mm -hmm. no one is sinless like like i I feel like you just have to understand that that's part of humanity not like making an excuse for it Mm -hmm. but don't like does that even make any sense
0: like God already understands mm-hmm. that we're imperfect and he's don't given feel us guilt
1: after you've already asked like for forgiveness.
0: Yeah. So like, like literally
1: it's like anyways. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like God <laughs> has grace sufficient for every single one of our feelings. You don't ever have to feel like, oh, I asked for repentance against this on this sin, but I just sinned against God again. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, ask for repent or ask for forgiveness again and do what you need to do so that you can avoid that sin again. So, like, if it's, I don't know, pornography, and you say, "God, We're I don't really want- just go in there." <laughs> We're really just going there because why not? You know, like if it's pornography and you say, "God, don't," you know, I apologize, I ask for forgiveness, I repent of this sin of looking at pornography. Like, help me to not sin again. But then maybe like one night you had a really hard day. <laughs> or you're just like you're super stressed painting a picture for us. <laughs> i'm painting you a picture and you get home and the first thing on your mind is opening up your laptop or opening up your phone and pulling up you know those videos that you used to you know enjoy a lot and you you know <laughs> watch them <laughs> and afterwards you feel an immense Actually, amount of guilt and shame yeah.
1: I actually can't right now. I'm just
0: <laughs> just follow along. There's definitely gonna be at least one person who like finds ground in this. But I'm not saying like don't feel like guilty for sinning against <laughs> God. I'm saying use that guilt as a motivation to not do it again. To say, God, I hate the way sinning against you makes me feel. I hate the distance that it draws between us. Help me to realize this every single time that it comes up. I ask that you take this away from me. I ask that you take this burden off of me. And I ask that you bring me to you anytime that this urge comes. And if you are consistent in saying that, and if you are consistent in, you know, going to God and meeting with God and taking your time to, you know, pay attention to what God's doing then I definitely think that there will be a visible change in your heart and in your life. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Great. Also, I, I wrote this down and you went on. Thank you. I wrote this down and I just really like these two little points. So I'm just going to read them verbatim from my notes. Cause I just think they're really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is God speaks not because of our ability, but because of our willingness to listen. So like, Moses, back to our first episode. Love you, Moses. Love you, Moses. Um, God didn't go to him because Moses was this perfectly eloquent leader and speaker. Mm -hmm. God went to him because Moses was willing to have conversations with God and willing to listen to what God had to say. Mm -hmm. And God could work with someone who simply listened. Like, think of this this way. You have two people in front of you and you're trying to teach them like a skill or a lesson in school. Like you're trying to teach them algebra. And Mm -hmm. one of them says, I know algebra. I know it. You can teach me because I know it and I'm perfect at it and I'm great and I can do it. Or would you rather teach the person that's like, okay, I have my calculator. I have my paper. I have my pencil and I'm ready to learn and I'm ready to listen. And I'm ready to learn everything that you have to give to me. Mm -hmm. Which one would you rather Use and do. Oh, the first is so
1: annoying. I hate those kind of people.
0: Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. Anyways, my second point that I really liked that I wrote down <laughs> <laughs> um, is the concept that Jesus isn't away from our world or silent in the matters of our world. We've just stopped taking the time to listen. T. Like that's what I, like I said this earlier within the concept of like contemporary Christian churches today they pray and 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 never take the second to listen and sit yeah and bring on a posture of just like okay what does God want to tell us because I feel like today a lot of people just think that God is going to talk to you directly through scripture And like yes he does do that but also like If you genuinely believe that God is not changing at all, then why wouldn't he still speak to us as he did to people in the Bible? You know? Mm -hmm. So if you believe that God's the same today, tomorrow, and forever, then he's still speaking to us. We just are no longer listening. We've decided that that the Bible is this specific circumstance in which God was talking to people. But God's not done. He's not just like, okay, Jesus came. He was resurrected. Okay, cool. I'm just going to hands off until the rest of the world, you know, until Christ comes back. Like, no, God is still working in our world and still working in our lives. God's have just like...
1: yet, He's
0: surely alive. He's living on the inside. Like a...
1: Okay, sorry.
0: <laughs> but, like, no, exactly. Like, he's on. Like, he's in us. If we have decided that we are. Christians were filled with the Holy Spirit, which is one of the three parts of the tri- of our Triune God. And if we truly believe in the Psalms and the Psalmist David, when he says that, I think it's David that said that um, God is a still small voice. Mm-hmm. Then why aren't we listening? You know. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely believe if you want to feel closer to God and if you want to feel God around you and in you, also. Hi, louie you're snoring <laughs> He's so loud. So <laughs> Louis, like, amen, amen, amen. Louis, no, go what? away. <laughs> go but like, away. I genuinely believe, like, if you want to grow closer to God, like, it's the same as if you want to grow closer to a friend. You set aside time so that you can spend intentional, specific moments with them. Mm-hmm. And I believe that it's con if it's constant and if it's consistent. And if it's something that you, you know, are genuine in doing as you show up, God will show up. And if you say, God, I'm yeah. listening, then he'll be like, Woo! okay, let's talk. <laughs> All right. So um, I love you deeply and dearly and you are my child and I died for you and I'm so excited that you're here, sitting here, listening and wanting to be in communication with me. <laughs> you know yeah (laughs) louis excited about this too i can hear him sorry i'm listening to you he's just running hot laps around my room like a psycho (laughs) it's because he's excited about god okay
1: yeah hey sorry
0: dogs go to heaven that's all i have to say
1: Mm -hmm.
0: okay Um, that's all that i had which is like nice because it's been an hour
1: (laughs) oh sorry (laughs) <laughs> um yeah sorry i'm quiet i'm literally exhausted um no worries. people are probably like thank god she's not blabbing
0: um, <laughs> no people are probably like okay why is gabby not talking why is carson <laughs> talking this whole time
1: <laughs> no loved it that
0: Seriously was fun away from me right now i like talking about that if any of our listeners ever want to just, like, go on and on and on about how excited, like, and loving God is, like, oh, my gosh. Hit me up. Slide into my DMs. And let's just, Slide like, talk about DMs. it. But just to talk about God. And that's it. You know?
1: Amazing. Hello? Um, okay, you
0: cut out for a second. I was like, ah! Oh! It stopped. That, but it didn't.
1: That was stressful, not gonna lie. Uh, oh, yeah okay okay well love this little chatty episode
0: i know i feel like it was less chatty and more carson's gonna preach a sermon now Carson preaching
1: well um to everyone listening tell carson to um go to school so she can start her own church because um (laughs) this is exhibit a
0: i'm i don't know i just like know for a fact that god is like the reason I'm so excited about this is because God is like, I'm gonna make you excited so that you can get other people excited. And that makes me even more excited. You exactly. know?
1: Exactly. You being excited makes me excited and it fills my heart with joy. So
0: Woo. It fills your heart with the joy of the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Okay, well, well <laughs> hour just, two, um, you know. You know, be quiet. <laughs> let's just have a moment. <laughs>
1: this is the latest we've ever recorded and i think that's why my brain is like hi i'm shutting off Good night. that was
0: me the other day it's, i was like i want to nap it's not even 10 p.m yeah also um i want to uh what's the word my brain no longer works i talk too much now it's done oh i want to <laughs> reference what i talked about at the very end of last week's episode so i went on a mini tangent about the concept of, or the practice of Lectio Divina. And I'm still so, I love it. So it's where you, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, I'll just summarize really quick because we're already over an hour and I don't know how long you guys are willing to listen to me. Anyways, so Lectio Divina is when you find a passage in scripture, you read it a bunch of times and then you meditate on it for a certain amount of time. Um, and I just think that that is one way. Like, if you say, <laughs> "Like I hear God through Scripture," then do lectio divina because it is like the most beautiful way to be able to like read God's word and then through God's word specifically find what He needs to talk to you about and needs to tell you. Um,
1: it could be easier to to um, to start
0: meditating through lectio. Divina. Yeah,
1: because you're not just like sitting there. Like, what should I think? Exactly. About? <laughs> so
0: if you're learning uh, Christian meditation. And if you're just jumping into it, look up Lectio Divina. Um, I think there's a few sources out there that you can just find and they'll give you like starter Bible verses. Um, Also, if you are kind of coming into the concept of praying as a new Christian and you don't really know what to pray about. um, First off, I'm just going to tell you right now, God's just excited you're doing it anyways. Like he doesn't really Mm -hmm. care that you don't know what to say. He's, like, Mm -hmm. it's, like, when an excited little kid just, like, wants to, like, sit around, like, their dad, Mm -hmm. and he's, like, oh, my gosh, my child is here. I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, if you don't know what to pray about, you can look up the Book of Common Prayer. Um, It's an – I don't know how old it is, but I remember in, like, two of my classes at college, we would um, read one of those as our daily prayer, and I love them. Like, I just think that they're really – good and it's a prayer for a specific date of the year so I think it's online and it's free but you can also buy like the really cool like old looking book
1: or the small (laughs) just like paperback
0: exactly so yeah Lectio Divina and Book of Common Prayer great for beginner people and also great for people who have been Christians but have never been really taught about meditation which I think is very cool
1: Amazing.
0: Amazing. Well, I liked this episode. I guess we should wrap yeah. up. Yeah,
1: this episode was chill. At least I felt chill while you were talking. I like almost fell asleep. Not in a bad <laughs> way. <laughs> not, or in like a, in a calming bad way. way. I was just very relaxed. I'm
0: not gonna lie. I feel like I should drink. Like if I do an episode where it's mostly me talking, I really am gonna need tea for next time because my voice is like almost gone.
1: To squirt some honey down your throat. I used to do
0: that in high school.
1: <laughs> I remember yeah, that in drama. in drama. when
0: I was in theater and I, I would get sick. Carson was a
1: drama kid in high school was- if that <laughs> helps explain anything. <laughs> yeah,
0: it does. <laughs> um, but I almost always, every single year, would get super sick and like super bad cold around the time of the show because I would get super mm-hmm. stressed and when I get stressed, my immune system goes <laughs> so... I would just, like, buy, I would buy, like, a little thing of honey, and before I would go on stage, I would just squirt it into my mouth and just swallow.
1: Yum. And all of the girls, yum, yum, yum. All of
0: the girls in our grade would, like, we would share the same, like, bottle of honey, so we would all just do it before we would ever go on stage.
1: Pre-COVID.
0: Oh, pre-COVID, of course. Years pre-COVID. Are you kidding? Oh, my gosh. I would never now. The only people I'm willing to share like a drink with is my boyfriend. And that's only sometimes. <laughs> <sighs> we love you.
1: Oh, we okay, well, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you're still listening.
0: Yes. Thank we you appreciate so it. We appreciate it so much. Um, if you want to keep up to date with our episode launches, we post every Sunday at 9am. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll also announce it on our YouTube. Not on our YouTube. Gosh, no.
1: If you want us to make a YouTube, let us know.
0: Please don't say yes because I don't want to sit in front of a camera. Thank you. I'd rather snip <laughs> by a microphone. Um, but if you want to stay up to date with our episode launches, you can go ahead and follow us on Instagram at TimeToChatPod. Ready, Gabby?
1: T-I-M-E-T-O-C-H-A-T-P-O-D. You're welcome. That's it. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) Also, follow us on our personal accounts. Mine is at Carson Rockwell. K-A-R-S-Y-N.
1: Don't get it wrong. All you people out there spelling it C-I-R-S-O-N. You're wrong. Leave. Leave.
0: It's K-A-R-S-Y-N-R-O-C-K-W-E-L-L. If you want to follow me on my personal... Gabby. Amazing. What's your personal?
1: Oh, sorry. I totally <laughs> just zoned out. <laughs> uh, mine is Gabby.Hines. G-A-B-I-H-I-N-E-S. Not like the ketchup. Don't get it wrong.
0: <laughs> also, um, if you're listening because you saw me on TikTok posting a TikTok. TikTok I saw you on TikTok. Um, thank you so much. There were two people that said that they would check it out. Uh, And I just like I'm really heartwarmed that people even would like respond. I thought I would get like four likes from like my sisters, Gabby and my boyfriend, but I got mm-hmm. like over 20. So I basically went viral.
1: <laughs> basically. basically. <laughs> so if you're from TikTok, Charlie D'Amelio. Hit
0: oh. us up. I
1: don't know. So, don't know her. Don't her.
0: <laughs> but yeah. Oh, amazing. Oh. oh, oh. Uh, If you're listening on Spotify, go ahead and follow us on there. I don't know what you do on Google Podcasts to follow a a podcast account. But if you want to follow, subscribe, whatever on there, um, go ahead. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a review. Like, type out a little review if you want. um, And rate us five stars if you'd like. But be honest, no liars here. If you don't like us, go ahead, whatever. But be honest that you give us five stars yeah so but if
1: you don't give us five stars that's not being
0: honest yeah so don't even bother well if you (laughs) don't give us five stars just don't leave a review but if you think that we should have five stars give us a five-star review but also like subscribe to us on apple Podcasts. exactly yeah so thank you guys for listening we hope you guys have a great week and yeah
1: i hope you have a great week Carson.
0: I hope you have a great week. I hope you have a lot of fun with your wisdom teeth removal. You'll have to show me all of your videos.
1: Like, I'm really excited to be on drugs.
0: I'm really excited to watch you be on drugs. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> exciting. I'm excited to see how your mom responds to you being on drugs. Because like, your mom is like one of my favorite people. And she's like hilarious. And she's going to make so many funny jokes about your chipmunk cheeks. I'm just excited
1: for that. Store right now buying me cottage cheese.
0: Okay. An angel? That was my one request. That's an interesting request. But she's an angel. I would have asked for like sorbet or something. Okay, well I asked for
1: chocolate ice cream too. But she was like, what do you want? And I was like, okay, cottage cheese. Chocolate ice cream. And Coke.
0: (laughs) Two of those things I can strongly get behind. The other I can only get behind on nights where we have spaghetti as well. Got it. Okay. Noted.
1: The people go because they are tired of listening.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram, though, if you want to talk to us more than once in a week. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Ha <laughs>